You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind-the-scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for session five. I think that this is going to be an absolutely moving session for you guys to listen to, but I do want to provide you a little background first because Monica and I did a lot of communicating in base camp in between session four and session five. And a lot of what we were talking about is that she was feeling all of these conflicting priorities. So she wanted to leave the business, have the results in the coaching business, never see a drop in income, you know, be able to support her family as she always has and all these other things. And she was wanting to do all of it at once and was getting really frustrated when she wasn't seeing the path to like, how will I get to leave the business, get to have all these results and see them all come together right away. And so she was putting a ton of pressure on herself to make all of this stuff happen right now. And so what we talked about in Basecamp is that there's always trade-offs and there's always an order of priorities, right? And so often when we put those priorities in order and get really clear, like this is more important than this. So I need to focus on this first and knowing that it means that there are trade-offs, that it means everything can't come together perfectly all at once is so key. And so we had a big breakthrough in Basecamp before this session, and then we capitalized on it and dove into it even more here. So if you're someone that is really spinning their wheels and trying to figure out how do I find the path to getting everything I want right this minute, but never feel like you're moving further down the path. This session and this episode is for you and it's going to be a game changer. So thank you for joining us. Now let's dive in. Awesome. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah, it's been it's been a weird like a week. Um, but I'm I'm better now. Okay. Yeah, tell me a little bit more. I mean, I know we talked uh quite a bit in basement kind of about like conflicting priorities, that kind of thing, but tell me a little bit more. Okay. So you definitely called me out. Um, (laughs) and it helped. I mean, I obviously had an issue, like not being happy with the choices I was making because I kind of wasn't making any choice. I wanted the best of both worlds. And it wasn't, it wasn't until like, you like kind of really like showed me that it was like, Oh yeah. So what has happened is I've made, you know, like a, a series of choices and I've started making them and it all feels great and I'm committed, but I still can't like help myself from like, so I think the problem is that like, I'm looking at the big picture and just getting frustrated that I'm so far away from it kind of thing. And I'm not really living in the moment and taking these decisions step by step is what I've realized. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think that a a lot of people do this in, in building a business and you know, I, I'm glad that you were so receptive to that idea of like, there's always going to be trade-offs and we have to make our choices. But, but here's what I see a lot of people do in online business. And I think you'll resonate with this. So tell me what you think. But what people do is for months or years, they'll spin around, spin around, spin around, trying to find the path to getting everything they want right now. Right. So Mm -hmm. whatever that thing is for them, like, working this amount, making this much, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They'll 
they'll try 150 different things over the course of a couple of years, trying to find that place where they get all the things at once, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If they would have just gone step by step and realized there was going to be trade-offs along the way from, you know, day one, they would be so much further along where if you're trying to find the perfect path where there's no trade-offs, you're just going to spin your wheels for a couple of years until you realize like, well, there's always going to be some trade-offs. Like in your case, if that means staying in my business or leaving it, there are trade-offs associated either way, et cetera. But for you, I think the piece is like, you have to not spend the next year spinning your wheels trying to go, what's the path to getting everything now? You're going to go, what's the path to doing the next right step, then the next right step, then the next right step? Because that's going to fast forward your timeline where the thing that lengthens your timeline is trying to make it all happen now. Does that make sense? Yeah, a hundred percent. And, and it was, it was that, and then it was like wanting it all and still just not doing anything. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think making the decisions and like, how, like what are the steps I can take in the order I want them to Mm -hmm. happen and committing to it and like making myself okay with it has been super like, it's like a weight lifted off my shoulders. I really hope this conversation around conflicting priorities, trade-off and timelines has been really valuable for you guys. I think that so often we don't give ourselves permission for things to be imperfect on our path, right? So we don't give ourselves permission to do one thing kind of not as well while we're doing another thing really well. And in business, that's super hard because a lot of us are juggling multiple businesses or a job in a business or a family in business and all of that. Plus, we're only one person running our business to begin with. And so if we don't give ourselves permission for there to be trade-offs and for us to have to pick one priority at a time, we will constantly feel that pressure of not being good enough, doing it good enough, not doing the right things, not knowing the right things. And so full permission to know that in building your business, there are going to be lots of imperfect things and lots of imperfect moments. I can think of so, so, so many in my business, you guys, but moving through those and moving forward anyway is going to be the thing that makes the biggest difference for you. Waiting until all of those trade-offs go away will be the thing that keeps you stuck the longest. So I hope that was helpful and that you keep that in mind moving forward in your business. So then what's the piece that still feels heavy? Like you mentioned sort of like kind of like wanting it in a certain way or something like that. Say a little bit more about that. So I think, um, I, I think it's me being frustrated with where I'm at in the coaching business, but going back to like the order, I kind of like, I wanted to commit to closing my business, but I wanted to, you know, not disappoint my staff. And I wanted to have my coaching business at a certain thing. So it was very much wanting everything and not having it exactly where I thought I needed it um, and not making any decisions. So after our, our talk, um, I made some decisions. Like I've gone ahead with it. I'm closing the business. I had the first conversations with my staff this morning and it all feels really good, but I'm still like, I still can't get over the fact that it's like, Oh, why am I still like not making a bigger leap in the coaching business? And I think that's kind of like where I'm still at right now. Well, here's here's something I would say is really useful. And I think um, it's funny because I read this on your sales page and I, I, I like 
how you're framing it. And I like the story you're telling, but I think it's really important uh, to, to be clear, but you're, you're saying in your head and outwardly, I've, I've had this coaching business for a year before I got a client. Mm-hmm. Yes and no. Right. And so what I mean by yes and no is like, there were very big periods of that year where there was like no action at all. Right. Yeah, totally. And then there were huge periods where there was a lot of behind the scenes stuff, but no forward marketing. So in other words, like you've really been running this business for like a month now. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And that's not a bad thing. That's good perspective Mm -hmm. because when we go, Oh my God, I can't believe it's taking me a year to get a client suddenly that becomes a story. What actually happened was it took you less than a couple of weeks once you got consistent with your marketing to get a client. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does. That, that makes me feel a lot better. So it doesn't mean that you can't tell that story because that story is true in the sense of like, I hid behind the scenes for a year, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or I popped out here and there, but like, you know, wasn't really doing the thing, which is, it's a great story to share because it's probably what a lot of your clients are doing. But at the end of the day, some perspective for you is important, which is like, when I commit, I get results. Yeah. When I commit to the marketing, the selling, the calls, the showing up, I get clients. When I haven't, I haven't. Like, it does it feel that simple to you or what comes up when I say that? It definitely feels that simple. And that comes back to me just like getting off my holidays, like not really doing as much as I could because I wanted to like, you know, spend the time with the family. And it's like, that's exactly it because I wasn't showing up in the way that I was, you know, the couple weeks previous where everything was like, you know, everything was rolling and it was going and I slowed down. And so you just saying that and me hearing that it, and like putting it all together, it, it just, it all makes sense. So we talked about this a bit on the last episode, but completely honestly, you're going to hear me talk about this many, many times to come because consistency is the thing, y'all. I am so obsessed with that quote that says, if you want to make consistent money, take consistent action or something to that effect, right? Make your action as consistent as you want your money to be, right? And really, really have seen that be true in my own business and in every single client I've worked with. The way you get consistent results is you show up consistently and it cannot be the other way around. So I know this might feel repetitive and it might be repetitive for sessions to come, but it's because it's what we need to hear because in this online space, it's so easy to get caught up in chasing the next thing or the next shiny object or going down the next path because we have that awkward gap, right? Between where we're being really consistent and where we're waiting for results to show up. And in that gap is where most people get lost. And if you can be the person that sticks with it and stays consistent through that gap until the results show up, you will be the person that's getting results that no one else is getting. I promise you that. I think that it's the blessing and the curse of having your own business, right? Is that it's all relies on you. right? Yeah. And so that's a blessing because you're the ultimate determiner of your results. And that's like really a gift, but it's, it's hard because when we take our eye off the ball, like we are going to see the, uh, you know, results of that too. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So it's not bad that you went on vacation. What's bad is that you're beating yourself up for it. Yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. 
what we have to see is that when we're, I mean, quite honestly, it's not more complicated than when we're out there talking about something, people are paying attention to it. And when we go away, they're not like, you know, where's Monica? Cause she's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's really all it is for you. And like, you'll, you're able to, to generate that momentum again, just as easily starting now. But I think what has stopped you from regenerating that momentum is this thought process of I'm not far enough along, et cetera, et cetera. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally does. Cause it's like, every time I kind of like try to get going, it's like, you know, you want to pay attention to the good thoughts, but it's like, oh my God, there's things that are like sneaking up that it's like, I'm focusing on. And yeah, it's, it's that thought. Exactly. I think it feels really ironic in our brains to process it because it's like, the thought is you should be further. You should be further. You should be further. And, but, and so in theory, we would think that would make us show up more. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But the real situation is that nobody ever became a millionaire by beating themselves up the whole way. <laughs> yeah. Right. So for you, it's like, how do I go? Oh my God. Like within a few weeks of marketing, I got my first client. Oh my God. I was able to completely enjoy this trip with my family. Oh my God. I'm finally taking the steps to close my business. Like it, there are so many good things. It's just frame here more than anything else. Like what are we looking at? Does that feel true? Yeah, that feels totally true. And like, it's like everything you're saying is just so true because it feels like for the longest time, like I haven't really been able to let myself enjoy certain things because I'm always, you know, so hard on myself or wanting to hit that next level. But everything you're saying makes complete sense. Your lens is what really matters. And that's something I really want to point out here. So Monica really has a choice, right? So she can spend a lot of time looking at all the things that are not perfect, or she can spend a lot of time looking at all the ways that she's moved forward. And you truly want to focus on the good because it's the only thing that helps you keep moving. If you keep focusing on the negative in your business, quite honestly, there's going to be a point where you're just burnt out and not going to move forward. And I get it, right? It's super difficult to do that because we're trained that if we look at the negative enough, maybe we can fix it, right? But again, the the lesson here is that there's always going to be a ton of things, quote unquote, not going perfectly in your solo business, right? I don't have a solo business anymore. I have probably six people on my team and there are still plenty of things that are not operating perfectly in my business, but it doesn't stop us from getting results. And that's the difference. So if you can focus your lens on look at this progress, look at this progress, look at this progress, you're only and ever going to make more progress. If you're focusing your lens on look at all this stuff we're not doing right or that we suck at, (laughs) you're only going to continue to feel like you suck, which is eventually going to leave you taking less action and stopping sooner. So know that your lens matters and it's the difference maker in how much you execute, how quickly you execute and how many results you see from that. Yeah. And I mean, to be perfectly honest, it's probably what's keeping you from hitting the next level. Yeah. Right. It's like the way we hit the next level is to, to, to embody it before we're even there. Yeah. Right. And what you're doing is almost the opposite. As you grow, you're making yourself more wrong almost. Right. So it's like when you got that client, obviously you were super happy and I'm not trying to make light of that, Mm -hmm. but it almost pushed a trigger for you of like, okay, but it was just one intensive. It's just one thing. It's still so far. Right. 
Oh, exactly. Like I was thinking about that this morning where it was like, like, you're right. I was happy, but it was like, I didn't even give myself a chance to like celebrate. It was like, okay, next, like there's huger like targets out there. Like, so yeah, that's exactly it. And it's like, instead of like, oh my gosh, I did it all right. It was almost like, what am I doing wrong? Mm -hmm. Right. And I think the mentality we really want to take is like, oh my gosh, I know how to do this now. Yeah. Yeah, If I just went and did this again, (laughs) (laughs) I would just get another one. And then if I did it three times, I would get three more and so on. And obviously I'm making that (laughs) a very simplified thing, but but it's not a lot more complicated than that either, right? Mm-hmm. So let's talk really specifically because I think that this is so important. And obviously in our previous conversations, I know that this has kind of been the point in the past a lot of times where you do pull back, right? Yeah. So like, give me, a, give me a little rundown. Like when I'm in this moment, when I'm like thinking about that this week, like how does it go and what kind of makes my thought process decide like I'm not going to show up in this way today or whatever, like what's actually practically happening on a day to day. So I definitely think like it's the combination of everything going on. So the cleaning business closure, like the rental company and, you know, dealing with like a bad tenant and then like the coaching business and trying to get it off the ground. It's always when I'm kind of hit with like something everywhere and I'm, just trying to deal like, and then I just get totally thrown off. Mm-hmm. So here's an interesting thing. And again, like I'm not with you every day, so feel free to yeah. correct me here. Um, but I think that it's almost like in your mind, you want the coaching business to be a priority, but what you're saying is practically that's just not happening. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like, there's just so many things that have to come first. So you're constantly feeling that conflict and then you're making yourself wrong, right? So the conflict, I think you, I don't think you'd be feeling the conflict of I'm not further along if you were working in the business. When you feel disconnected from the business is when you make all this stuff up, right? (laughs) Yeah. I don't like, you just pulled that right up and that's exactly it. It's really interesting to see Monica here kind of struggling with this idea of once you get the first client, everything else can seem so much further away. And I see so many people experience this. And I think it's this, right? The first thing is that the contrast is really uncomfortable. So when we haven't had a client yet, we can almost make up in our head like, well, there'll be this magic thing that will happen and then I'll get 10 clients immediately. Once we get the first client and we realize there's actually no magic secret, the contrast becomes even more uncomfortable because it's like, okay, so I'm just gonna keep doing this process and get more and more. It's not like, well, I just like snap my fingers and you know spin around three times and it happens. And so I think that sometimes for our brains, that's very hard to process. I also think sometimes we actually want it to be harder. We're like, wait, that was it, but that can't actually be it. So now I have to figure out something else, right? It can't be as simple as like, I put out some content, someone reached out to me and we made it happen. Or I put out some content, someone jumped on the phone with me and they hired me. So there's just a lot of things at play here. You either are like, oh my gosh, this is harder than I thought it would be and now I have to repeat it. Or you're like, wait, that was too easy. It's gotta be something else, right? And so in getting that first client, it really shines a light on all of that and it really shines a light on the fact that there's no magic secret, there's just repeating a process. So what she's experiencing is so normal, 
but it's real and it feels heavy when you're going through it, even though you've finally gotten the result that you want. So if you've experienced that or if you are experiencing that now, we have all been there and there really is a way to work through it and get to the other side. It's really funny because I, I think we experience that a lot. Like I think about that in relationships sometimes too. So like when my boyfriend and I started dating, um, well, he still travels a lot, but it's different because we live together, but he traveled a ton and he would like go to Europe for a week for work and whatever. And I would like make up all this crazy shit in my head while he was gone. Like, you know what? I We're just not on the same page. And what like nothing that had anything to do with anything. I was just feeling that disconnect of like, oceans and time zones and whatever right and then the second he would come back and we would like get into the rhythm I'd be like oh my god he's like the greatest thing that's ever (laughs) happened to me right so um I think that's what we do with our business sometimes is like when we feel that disconnect from it like we're 20 steps down this like crazy path of like everything's Mm -hmm. awful and the difference maker is just getting back in it it's not really fixing anything that's awful, right? It's not like calling him in the middle of the night in Europe and being like, I'm feeling like you suck, right? (laughs) And same with our business. It's not like, you know what way you suck and what I need to fix? No, it's just like, how do I get back connected with it? So for you, it's like, even in the midst of things being Mm -hmm. busy, how do I stay connected to my business every day? Even if it's 15 minutes, Right. How do I make it like this non-negotiable where like, I don't even go to bed unless I've connected with my business for 15 minutes today. So another really important piece here that feels like it was missing for Monica is that connection to your business, right? Being disconnected creates all these stories. Just like the example I gave in the session with relationships, that disconnection is always going to foster stories in our brain. So this isn't to say that you shouldn't take a vacation or that you need to be in your business all day, every day, but having a practice that connects you to your business every day, whether that's through a journal entry or through some beautiful affirmations about it, or through checking into your community or through writing one piece of content or talking to one client, like whatever that is, is unimportant. But that daily connection to this thing that you're building, especially at the beginning, because like right now for me, for example, I have no choice but to be daily connected to my business. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but like I simply have clients and team members and programs I'm running. So that connection is constant. At the beginning, when you don't really have someone you have to show up for yet, or you only have one client that you're showing up for once a week or something like that, the disconnect can feel so real. But what happens is we don't realize that's what's going on. And so we make up all these stories. So whether you're new or have been in business a long time, having that daily way to stay connected to this beautiful vision that you're building is going to be an absolute game changer. So figure out what that is for you and make sure you put that into play every day. Even if it's for two minutes, it will make such a difference in you not creating all of these stories in your head around your business. Yeah, I love that because I was thinking about it yesterday when it was like, okay, you know, I need to, I don't have any calls booked this week. And it was like, wow, like I was getting people booking calls all the time. And like, now I'm not. And it's like, well, what am I doing? Well, I'm not, you know, asking to get people to get on calls. (laughs) It's as simple as that. So it was like, oh, okay. So like, I'm not, instead of being like, oh, my calendar's empty. It's like, what can I do? Like, what was I doing that was working? And what can I do now instead of just sitting here and just complaining? Yeah. Well, and I think it's getting back in that power 
position, right? And that feeling of like being really empowered of like, how do I want to say like, there's not something I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All there is, is I was asking and now I'm not asking. <laughs> yeah. That like, that's such a powerful place to be. Like I, I talk about that in sales all the time too. Like people will come to me to like do a sales intensive or something. And the first question I'll ask is I'll be like, cool. So like, how often would you say you're selling right now? And they're like, well, there was that one time last month and I'm like, what? Why? Like you don't even need me to do a sales intensive necessarily. You need to go out and ask for the sale, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and again, it's so much harder than that because it's the mindset work Mm -hmm. behind it for sure. But I think that's a little bit of what, what it is for you is like remembering that, you know, how to get calls, remembering that, you know, how to book a client now. Yeah. So was that true? It was almost feeling like, I don't know what I would do or like, what was that story that was kind of coming up? So it was like, it's, it feels like it's always everything. So like I had that space and then I came back and it's like, Oh, I'm not booking with anyone. Maybe my content's not resonating. Oh shoot. Like my group sucks. No one's talking in it. And it's like, it just comes in like waves Mm -hmm. of like everything. And what do you think? Like, so in other words, like if your brain is constantly replaying something, there's something it's getting Mm -hmm. out of it, right? Like, what do you think is the win for you there? Like, does it make you feel like you can breathe for a minute if you feel like you've identified a problem? Does it make you feel like well, at least I have a reason that I haven't booked clients this week. Like what's the upside to that thought process for you? I, I definitely think like figuring out what it is and learning from it. Um, Mm -hmm. if I can get there, like if I can like peel it away and get there, otherwise I kind of just like stay trapped under the surface and like, feel like I'm just wasting time, like going in circles. But if I can definitely like get there and be like, oh, I haven't asked for the sale. Okay, that's it. Now I can move forward. Mm -hmm. So I think that this really goes back to, and I mean, trust me, this is annoying as hell, but it does. It goes back to that piece we've identified as really being kind of like your thing and your issue under all the issues, which is I don't know enough. Mm -hmm. Right? So when something happens, what don't, what, why is my group doing this? What don't I know? What don't I know? Like we're digging for the problem all the time, right? Yeah. And there's no problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right? Like there's no practical problem except to show up again, right? And that's exactly what it is. Like, and I was just like, okay, like my group kind of sucks right now. And then it was like, well, I'm not doing anything in there. So Yeah. Like it's getting over that. I don't know. And I think that, I think that I do recognize that a lot sooner now, but it's, it's still just like, okay, turn around and do something. Yeah. Here's an interesting question and like no right answer, but does it feel good that it's all up to you or does that feel bad or overwhelming? And when I say all up to you, it's like, your group's just a mirror for how you're showing up. Your amount of calls is just a mirror for how you're showing up, et cetera, et cetera. Like, does that feel really good and empowering? Or is that like, oof, that feels a little too heavy for me? Um, You know what? It feels good. It feels like like that's kind of what I, I'm used to. With the group, I know that I haven't really made it a priority. Um, whereas like content and like asking for sales calls, like that has all been a priority. So the group hasn't. Um I think in the, I, yeah, I think I just got to make the group a priority, but I'm definitely okay with, you know, it's up to me or it's not kind of thing. Cause then it falls on my shoulders and 
I got to, you know, turn it around. So I think I'm okay with that. Yeah, totally. I think that it's also like knowing what your priority is. Like in other words, right now when you're busy and you're, you're closing the other business and doing all this stuff, like practically you can't have six priorities in your coaching business. It can't be like grow my list, create a challenge, uh, get people on calls, convert clients, serve my intensive people, blah, 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 blah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what you might have to do is go, it's okay if my group's not the most engaged place on the internet right now. (laughs) Yeah. And then not beat yourself up for it. See it as intentional, right? Yeah. And you know what, Lacey, like that's my problem. And that's what you called out when we were talking over the weekend is like, I decide or I don't decide, but then I'm unhappy with the decision. And it's like (laughs) how you just said, like beating myself up for it. Cause I did, I honestly thought like, okay, well maybe like I just won't focus on the group or I'll close the group because I don't have time for it. But then I beat myself up on the decision. So it's like, I'm never happy with what I'm deciding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's like a really good question is like, how do I get more behind my decisions? And when I'm feeling bad, how do I turn my attention to getting more behind my decisions instead of trying to fix another problem? Yeah. Right. Yeah. What comes up for you when I ask that? Like, to me, it just feels like that's exactly it. Like, I've got to, like, I've never realized that that's the problem. And it just all makes sense. Like, and then looking back at, like, all the things that I haven't, you know, committed to or decided to or just, you know, wasn't happy with my lack of deciding. It's just that very much makes sense. I um, I really like this book. It's called The Wealthy Spirit. Okay. Um, I can send it to you. But. Um, basically you just read like one page a day and she tells a little story on every page. And there's one story that's popping up for me so much right now for you. So I'm going to very <laughs> briefly share it with you. Cause I think it's really, really relevant here, but basically, um, the, the story is you go to a restaurant, you're there for breakfast, you sit down and you go to order. The waitress comes over and you're like, you know what? I want pancakes. So mm-hmm. she calls it back to the kitchen. Then you're like, you know, no, 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 right. Like, I want an omelet. She calls that back to the kitchen. Then you're like, actually, <laughs> what I'm really going to need is some French toast, right? And you go through this whole thing, calling it back to the kitchen. And you sit there and your food never comes. And you're like super confused why your foods never come, right? Yeah. And that's basically what we do with the universe a lot. <laughs> Like, you know, we're like, today, I want the successful business. Tomorrow, I want the time off with my family. The next day, I want this business. The next day, I want that business. The next day, I want this level of influence. The next day, I want that. And then we're like so confused when we're getting mixed results, right? Or when like bacon comes out and we didn't even ask for that, you know? (laughs) Yeah, no, that's exactly it. But if you sit down at a restaurant and you're like, I want pancakes and they call it back, I mean, you don't even sit there thinking like, gosh, are my pancakes going to come out? You're like, of course my pancakes are coming out. I decide I want pancakes and I told them. <laughs> yeah. So that's a really good place to think about it. Like almost like I'm placing an order and I have to place the same order every day to keep getting the result I want. Right. Yeah. So here's something silly I'm going to do, but I do this for myself and I really enjoy it, <laughs> but I'm going to send you something funny in the mail, but it's going to be like an order pad, like a restaurant order pad. Okay. 
And I want you to write an order on it every day. Oh. Just as that intentional reminder of like, what am I working toward? What am I ordering? Because then when you, if you write that in the morning and you go through your day, Mm -hmm. your choices and actions are very different than if you're six days out from even remembering what you decided. (laughs) Yeah. Going through your day and you're like, well, this has to get done. Right. Like it's like if you go to the grocery store or if you write your like we're having hamburgers tonight and then you go to the grocery store, you're not buying chicken. Yeah. Right. If you write grow my coaching business, the likelihood that you're not going to show up in your business that day becomes much smaller. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also fun to have it on the order pad. Like, I'll write, it'll say like server and I'll write the universe. But it's it's (laughs) just like a fun little reminder of like, I get what I order, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So one thing's coming up. Is it only one thing I'm allowed to write? (laughs) (laughs) We get so anxious. Isn't it funny? Um, no, No, I don't think it's one thing. But here's what I would say about that. Like, I think that the thing I like about the order pad is it's small. So it's like, we're not making a list of 20 things every day. Yeah. (laughs) But let's even say you're working toward like a top three, like grow my group, connect with my, or grow my group, sorry, grow my coaching business, connect with my family, you know, peacefully move out of my, my old business. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm just making that up. But like, I wouldn't have multiple orders around the same thing, if that makes sense. Like, fill my practice, also grow my group, also run a group coaching program. Like that's when we get messy, right? Yeah. So like, what's the one thing you want in your coaching business right now? I just want more clients. Like I just, I just want to be able to help more people because I feel so good doing it. And I feel like I'm coming from a place where it's like, I haven't been doing what I love for so long. I just want to like feel that feeling again. Yeah. So I feel like we're, we're literally going to write these down, but I think a great one would be something like book three more one-on-one clients. Yeah. Right. Where it's not this like huge, crazy number where it's like, let me get 12 this month or something. Right. It's something you have time for. It's something that's very doable. And then the good thing about ordering is once you get it, you can order something else. Like once you get your dinner, you can order dessert, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want you to feel like, oh, but should I order three? Because really I want to be full and whatever. I want you to start training your brain that those little wins are the wins, right? Yeah, I love that. Okay. And then what else comes up as an order? Um, I mean, closing the company, but I've already started to, to do that. So maybe something like around like how you want to feel about that, like with, peace or with ease or what's what's kind of a piece around that that feels important to you um well what helps is I I talked to two of my staff members this morning that have been with me for three and four years and and they took it really well and I think I was like most worried about them so Mm -hmm. um it all feels really good like just I think just getting it over with like just getting through March because it's just going to be like a long process and I've never closed a business before and it's going to be, you know, like a lot of like loose ends tying up. So it's kind of like, yeah, maybe just closing it peacefully or easily kind of thing. Yeah. With ease. I think ease makes a lot of sense, right? Because I think it's easy to start telling that story right now. It's, it's going to be long and arduous and oh my gosh, mm-hmm. there's all these things. I don't know. I've never done this before. I see yeah. what's coming up there, right? <laughs> totally. 
So it's like with ease and certainty might be a great way to say it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Cool. And then what, what else? Um, Anything like life or family-wise? Not really. It's not bad. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that's all good. I'm pretty like normal. No, no, no. Listen, I think that here's what I would say. Like, I don't think that it's bad, but I think that you always want to make sure that um, you feel that balance, right? Where it's not like, oh my God, it's all the business because that's what you didn't like about your other business is that you weren't feeling that fulfillment. You weren't feeling that presence. Mm-hmm. You weren't feeling that ability to go anywhere, anytime, right? Yeah. Um, Okay. So then definitely focusing on myself. I know that like my word of the year was love and a lot of it had to do with like love and trusting the process and like all of that. But it also meant like taking care of myself again, Mm because I always just like push myself to the side. So probably, I mean, as easy as like exercise or eating healthy, like just knowing that I'm taking care of myself every day. Yeah. Maybe since your word is love, maybe it's like taking loving actions for myself every day. Yeah. Yeah. That feels good. So those are like the orders and the decisions. Book three more clients, close the company with ease and certainty, take loving actions to myself. Do you feel like, and like since you've been back, let's say from, from your trip, that those things have been happening? Or that you've been actioning in a way that suggests that those are the things that you want? Um, the closing the company one, yeah. I feel like I've kind of just focused on that in the last couple of days. Okay. That's about it. So that's a really good perspective too, because what you want to remember is that you don't have to go like so all the way in on something. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because we can do that easily. Like it's like, okay, I'm going all in on booking three more clients next week. So I forget to pay attention to the company stuff and I don't do anything for myself. Right. Yeah. Or it's like, I'm going all in on closing the company, but then I forget I actually want clients in my other business to make up for that. Yeah, exactly. So this is a really good perspective of like, if I can do some of each of this every day, Mm -hmm. right? If I can put half an hour, an hour of intention toward the coaching business, if I can put, you know, whatever time toward closing the company, if I can put a half an hour of time to doing something beautiful for myself, right? Yeah. I'm less likely to freak the F out about any one thing. <laughs> totally. Oh, that, yeah, that all feels really good. But if I'm only focusing on one, I'm going to beat myself up about the other two, right? Exactly. Oh my gosh, I'm excited to introduce you guys to the order pad. Like, this is just my silly little habit that I do and I'm obsessed with it. So whether that resonates for you or not isn't important, but having that order that you're placing every day, that intention that you're moving toward, just like we were talking about being connected to your business, being connected to your intention and your priorities is such a game changer. So whether you get the order pad, whether you do something else, it's not important though. I highly recommend the order pad because it's really fun. Having that daily connection, not only to your business, but to your priorities and to what you want to order from the universe, from your business is so key because it's going to make a difference in what actions you take and what decisions you make that day. When you forget that, when you have that disconnect, your actions and decisions will be different 100%, right? 
they're going to be reactive rather than proactive. And when you have that vision and when you come from that place of knowing what your priorities are and what you're ordering, you're not reactive anymore. You are actively taking the right intentional action to get the results you want. So this is such a small piece of my day. It probably takes two minutes and it makes such a difference in how I show up every day. So I hope you can take this little hack and put it to good use for you. Beautiful. Okay. So talk to me about kind of getting back into it. What's coming up for you now? What do you feel like you want to commit to every day? Um, just, you know, talking to people again, building those relationships. Like I really enjoyed it. Once I started, the calls started coming in. I was really connecting and it was like, I, like, I was thinking I was journaling about it this morning. Like, what did I do? And it was like, Oh, I was just talking to people. Like, Mm -hmm. so I've just, I've still been posting, but it's like, I haven't been actually building those relationships. So I think just starting there. Yeah, absolutely. So when you say you've been posting, does that mean that you've also been posting, um, like four calls, but you're just haven't had your energy in it? Or have you, you, when you say posting, you just mean some content, but no, no really specific actions. Um, I have been posting content. I have posted a few times for calls. Um, I think I just started again the last couple of days because okay. I, yeah, I had like blocked out a couple of days on my schedule. So I was like, well, I'll just wait till I get back. So it was standing still for a long period of time. Felt like. Got it. Got it. Okay, cool. So yeah, I think that's plenty. And listen, as far as the group goes for, for that matter, that's just mm-hmm. not your part to worry about right now. Right. Yeah. What you want is those calls because those are going to be the fastest converter. Do we want to build your group? Do we still want to do that event that we've talked about? Absolutely, right? Yeah. But what can happen is that then we'll go, okay, I'm going to do an event and we'll spend whatever, five days behind the scenes working on that. And then we still didn't get calls, right? Exactly. So the way I want you to think about it is this. Your job this week is to figure out how you can connect with people and get calls in the least amount of time possible. Okay. Does that make sense when I say that? Yeah, it does. Because that's how we stack more things, right? Yeah. I never thought about it like that. If we're like, okay, it takes me, I'm just making something up, right? But like, it takes me 15 hours a week of working on this to get calls. Cool. Can we bring it down to 10? Mm Because if we bring it down to 10, then we have five extra hours to maybe focus on building your group to uh, run an event, whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's really like what we're trying to do is that least amount of input for the most amount of output, least amount of time spent, whatever, in groups, having conversations, et cetera, for the most amount of output. I still want those calls every week, right? Yeah. And if I can get that narrowed in, then I have space for more, right? If that's always taking up all of my time, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like at an impasse because I can't just keep adding more and not sleep, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So did it feel like it was taking a lot of time before or was it really getting pretty efficient then or what kind of comes up for you? No, it it felt really efficient. Like it felt really really good. I was enjoying it. And it wasn't something like, Oh, I got to go back and check Facebook and like message people. It was like, I would sit down, do it, you know, close up the laptop, go away. So it wasn't all something that I always had to do. Um, so it did feel really good. I actually don't know how long it took. I never really kept track. 
Yeah. I mean, listen, I think that, you know, we don't need to do anything crazy like tracking all your time right now, but I do think that that's something to pay attention to. Okay. Where it's like, okay, like, let me get an idea of like the amount of input I need for this. Right. Okay. Cause again, then we can start expanding. We can start going, what else is next? What else do we need to do? But for us to add more to your plate right now, when it's feeling hard to even show up and do that, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense, right? Yeah, exactly. And I'm glad that you're talking about this because it was like me feeling all crappy about like my group. It was like, okay, what can I do? And, you know, like that event and doing something. But I mean, if that hadn't, you know, focusing on getting the calls first is a priority. And I just, I want to focus there. So I'm glad that you touched upon that because I was trying to be like, okay, what am I doing with my group? But it's just not time right now. For sure. You want to get excellent at something before you get excellent at the next thing. Right. So I want you to feel like you could book calls with your eyes closed. (laughs) Okay. I like that. Right. And then when you can book calls with your eyes closed and then you grow your group, then it just adds to that. Right. Yeah. Then when you grow your group and book calls with your eyes closed, you're just booked out. And then when you get booked out, then you're just like, you know what I mean? It's this whole stacking process. Yeah. But if we're trying to do five things with not a lot of time and without mastering any of them, we're just going to feel freaking busy and tired. Yeah, I hear that. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, that's familiar, right? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And again, like we're going to see if you have the space, right? Like I think that continuing to like right now, if you have downtime right now, I want that to be seen as a positive thing. Okay. Does that make sense? Like I want you to be running your business very lean. So if you get your four, three, four, five calls booked Mm -hmm. and you're like, wait, I, I have like three hours. I could just sit around this afternoon. Mm Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. We want there to be three hours because I want to fill those with clients, right? Okay. Okay. I want to then fill those next week with thinking about your event. I mean, you can do that this week if you have time, obviously, but you know what my point is, right? It's like sometimes we see it as bad if we have downtime. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Like you should see my checklist at home. It's like, I got to make, you know, a freebie and this and that. And it's like, I know I haven't gotten there, but it's like, I'm still looking at it as something that like one day I'm going to have to do. So if there is free time, I'm already like, okay, what's next? But yeah, having that downtime and just enjoying it and not trying to fill it all the time is a good reminder. It's sort of like, we want to keep space open for what we actually want. What we actually want Mm -hmm. is clients. If we're so busy that we don't even know where a client would fit, that's a problem. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Yeah. Right. It's like right now you're like, I'm so busy. I'm like trying to do all this. But like, if I got a client, I, I mean, I don't even know where I'd fit them. Like, and that puts us in this energetic position of almost pushing it away more than we're pulling it in. Right. Okay. That makes sense. The other thing I would remind you, and I think that this is like, this is like one of my favorite things to think about in my business. So hopefully it feels really good to you. The way that you want to build your business is by really mastering something and having a lot of cards in your back pocket. So here's what I mean by that. Imagine if you got booked out with five one-on-one clients before you ever had a freebie. Mm, Okay. 
that's way better than being like, well, I was on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest, and I had three freebies, and also I pitched a podcast, and I write articles, and 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 and, and it got me my first five clients. <laughs> cool. What are you going to do to get your next? Because you're already like burning the candle at all ends, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, um, what got me my first five clients was just putting out content and getting on the phone. Well, you still mm-hmm. have 15 things in your back pocket that aren't should do's, but they're like cars that we can pull out when we're ready to go to the next level. So then when you're like, cool, maybe it's time to like really grow my list and think about a group. Amazing. Let's create a stellar freebie. Yeah. So it's not like it wouldn't be great to create a freebie now either though, right? Like if you had time, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah. It's just that the way you want to think about it is mastering something. Okay. Versus having to do 10 things to get one result, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I never thought about it like that because it kind of just, it just feels like you have to have it all. But that makes so much sense. It's like, if you don't have to have it all, why are you doing it all? (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Like, I love the fact that I like never really pitched a podcast, but I love knowing that like, if I want to, you know, blow this podcast up, at a certain point that I have all of that in my back pocket to go through. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Basically feels like I, you're putting money in a savings account kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So same with your group as an example of that. It's like, if you're like, okay, I've gotten five clients just getting calls. Imagine what's going to happen when I focus on this group and grow it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And then it starts to feel like this almost this game you can play with yourself, which is like, what's the least amount I can do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fun. For the most output. And then when I'm ready to go to the next level, I'm maybe going to bring out one more thing, right? Yeah. I love that approach. So when you're feeling like, oh, I have this giant list, like shred the list right now, right? (laughs) Your, Your list is get booked off of just calls because that's where the magic really is. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I'm going to go home and erase the whiteboards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just go right on them. Like, I I know enough. I book clients easily. I close my company with ease and certainty. Like, that's the shit I want to see on your whiteboard, you know? Okay, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, you want to be running your business from a CEO perspective, not running a to-do list, right? Yeah. That's what we do so often is we just run a to-do list. Like if we feel like it's our job to just like whatever, race through this to-do list of like opt-ins and products and launches and whatever as fast Mm -hmm. as possible. But it's really not. Our job is to think about it from a CEO. So if you're thinking about your business from a CEO level right now, what would you say? I just have to, yeah, build relationships and get on the phone. That's that's it. Right? Yeah. (laughs) That makes sense. Remember we did that exercise of like, what do you actually believe, right? Mm-hmm. So much of what you believed was about like relationships and stuff, right? Yeah. So that's totally in line with your values, your belief system, what actually practically creates results. So like mm-hmm. spot on thinking is like when I look at my business from a CEO level, all I need to spend time doing is building relationships and talking to people. Yeah. Like weight lifted, right? Oh, 100%. Like I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, that just feels so good. (laughs) And so 
the thing I want to give you a ton of like permission and, and credit around and whatever, and, and just like perspective on is that this is the whole thing for everybody, which is like, what we have to do is so simple. Okay. Getting out of our own way enough to do it every day mm-hmm. is always going to be the work. So I think there's an easy way for you to be sitting there going, gosh, why is this me? What is wrong with me? Why is this so hard for me? Why do I keep putting all these blocks up? Mm-hmm. That's what all of us do. That's why shit's <laughs> not that easy, right? Like that's why not everyone is making 10K months, right? Yeah. <laughs> so just know that anytime you're finding yourself feeling that in that icky headspace or feeling struggle or feeling lack of time or whatever that is, I want you to think about it like this. Probably what I have to do is easy. What do I actually need to do to show up for that? Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. That's going to be a lot of getting out of my own way, but (laughs) (laughs) but knowing it, I mean, will hopefully be the shortcut. Totally. When we think of quantum leaps, like that is the shortcut, right? It's like not making it about all this crazy surface level stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I should maybe grow my group more. And what about this? And also this. And do I need a freebie? And Mm -hmm. that's never going to be the like quantum leap stuff, right? The quantum leap stuff is like, I made a decision. I'm staying focused on that. And so even though I'm feeling shitty today, I'm staying focused and showing up anyway. Even though I'm feeling shitty today, I'm going to take care of myself anyway, et cetera, et cetera. Like that's the difference maker. Does that feel true? Yeah, a hundred percent. It's not the easy <laughs> piece. Quite honestly, it's much easier <laughs> to stay freaking out about all these little issues, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be the thing that creates speed, right? So when you were having that momentum and speed it's no coincidence that you were in a really good mindset space, right? Yeah, you're right. And it wasn't like you got the momentum and then your mindset was good. It was the opposite, right? Okay. Okay. So that's what I want you to think about this week too, is like if you're having a crappy day, that's when you can reach out to me. That's when you can go journal. That's when you need to take that time for yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't keep trying to push, push, push through it because that's when we end up at the bottom of the well thinking about the six freebies we're supposed to be creating, (laughs) right? Yeah. (laughs) How we suck that we don't have them. (laughs) Yeah. A hundred percent. Okay. Ah, the CEO level thinking piece is so huge, right? We want efficiency and options versus doing all the things to get like one result, one client, whatever. So I really want you to take to heart what we talked about in this session of really figuring out how do I do this one thing and get a result from it in the least amount of time in the most efficient way possible versus, okay, well, let me throw 50 things at this and see if I get a result. Trust me, that might work for the moment, but it's not how you build, it's not how you scale, and it's not how you create that freedom-based business that you probably want. So if you're in that place of like, I'll just do whatever I have to do right now to get results, so if that means 50 things, fine. I guarantee you that will not serve you long-term. Reel it back in, figure out how to do one or two things absolutely magically and efficiently and really well. doesn't mean perfectly, but really well, because that is the CEO mindset. Efficiency and then options, right? Versus all the work all the time for one result. 
So if you're finding yourself spinning off in a lot of directions in your business or doing a ton of things, it's time to put that CEO hat on and look at it from a different angle of not just the result you want to create, but the time, energy, and effort you want to put into it and the long-term business and vision that you're trying to bring to life. Amazing. Okay. So let's just sort of recap. So you're going to keep posting daily. You're going to write those decisions down daily. I'll send you the order pad um, uh, and the book. And then really like just get back to that connecting and getting on calls. Like you're going to feel entirely different if you come back and you were like, yeah, I got five calls in a week or yeah, I got three calls and it was easy or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. your mindset and your empowerment is going to be completely different. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Thanks so much. That, yeah, that feels good. That all feels good. Beautiful. All right. So, oh, and I also left, um, comments for you on your sales page, but I think that's pretty much good to go. So you're in a great place. You can go sell this one-on-one. You're ready. It's just like focus, 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 right? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. I mean, and that's one of the things you told me to write down, I think a couple, a couple of weeks ago. And I have, and you know what? I think that that really led to that momentum is that like every day, all day, like I'm going to book calls, I'm ready. And just like reminding myself that I was, and it just made everything a lot easier. You know, it's, it's the thing with mindset. And listen, I do this all the time, but it's like, we do it until we feel good. And then we're like, oh, I feel good. I don't really need that. <laughs> right. It's like exercise or whatever. Like we do it until we lose the weight. And then we're like, cool, I'm good. And then we're like, oh, wait, <laughs> it came back. That's interesting. <laughs> right. And, yeah. and mindset's the same. So I totally give you credit for noticing that. And it's just about sticking with it even when you feel good. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thanks. You are so welcome. All right. So stay focused. The most important thing too, I want to say is like, if you're feeling that wobble this week with mindset, like reach out. If you're feeling like I'm not booking the calls, some like I'm really feeling off, reach out. Like don't let yourself keep going too long on those paths without getting support. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Thanks. That does. Beautiful. All right, my dear, have an amazing week. Keep me posted, reach out for help and I will chat with you soon. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Literally. I am so grateful to you for being part of our journey. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you for listening. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living lit up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated.